Hello and welcome to The Wanderer, the Anglo-Saxon heathen podcast that talks about heathenism and poetry. On today's episode, we have a guest. His name is Johnny Hillman, and together we're going to discuss heathenism. Okay, so, John, there are a a few things I'd like to uh, ask you just to start with. And um, one of the ones is, um, how did you get to find out and follow this this uh, way of life um well to be honest with you i i started to look into paganism um as a whole anyway um and when i did that um for me it was about the things that i could see around me because okay um just the nature involved um and I, and I, and the things that <laughs> Sorry, it's it's a bit hard to explain. In in just take your time. Um, I think mainly it was, as I say, like the, the nature around me and things that I could relate to. Um, when I when I read things, um, it was quite difficult for me to relate to certain types of of uh, paganism or heathenism. That right. that you know, it felt it felt more related, basically. Right. Um, okay. That's where that's that's where I started. I started off. Um, researching heathenism as, as as a whole, and um, because Anglo-Saxon heathenism is obviously in the area that I live, or would have been in the area that I live, and the things that I read from other people, I, I see myself and I relate to quite easily. So mm. I suppose that's why. What was your first ever uh, book that you? Managed to get hold of um, on heathenism or paganism. Um, oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, probably the first one was the Lost Gods of England. Oh, that's exactly my one as well. Yeah, but and I, I still have my copy. I do. Yeah, it's so old now; it's falling apart. But yeah, I still have my copy. <laughs> it's such a great book. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was. I think. I think so. Anyway, it was. It's, um, yeah, and, that, and I like that book. Um, yeah. Just, just because um, of the way that the way that. It, well, I suppose that anyone anyone likes any book because of that. But yeah, I just really enjoyed that book. Yeah, yeah, it's a good read. It really is. So, when you first started reading about the heathenism or and or paganism, um, you said you was attracted by. I think if I put it into one word, nature, and yeah. nature worship, um, or maybe not nature worship, just nature itself. And, yeah. um, uh, and that's what attract, that's what the, that's the first thing that attracted you to the heathen path. Yeah, I think, I think like, if I try and explain it a bit better, mm. um, read, when I, when I read things about, not just not just the belief system of Anglo-Saxons, but just in general. Yes. Um, I, 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 I've, you know, I, I see them. I mean, I've, I've, I've been to an Anglo-Saxon settlement near where I live. Right. And that's what I mean. You know, you can sort of um, get in there, and you can sort of understand the things that our ancestors saw. Um, you know, and and you can feel it a lot more. I'm not saying that you can't follow other types of paganism that don't follow you know or don't um come from your your ancestors or your ethnicity but yes. it, it, for me it definitely helped 
Yeah. I mean, I've never managed to um, uh, <clears throat> visit um, an Anglo-Saxon settlement like that, but I've been to a lot of those, uh, the reenactment places, where after you've had the, the main skirmish, you can go around and talk to people. They have their um, stalls where they sell um sort of Anglo-Saxon implements that they've recreated from books or museums and yeah. and I've done quite a bit of that and it is fascinating. I mean yeah. I first I first started about 30 years ago when I, um, I, I was I think I was 25 at the time and it's something that just absolutely spoke to me. I, I don't know why. You can't always explain why. Um, no. And it just was. And ever since then that's the way um, I have lived my life. Um, I noticed um, in modern days, or there was a there was a, over a few years, quite a few years ago, a modern pagan sort of new era where everybody started. Um, I don't know some kind of neo paganism, and 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 they were calling it this and calling it that. What do you think of that? Um, I think that I mean it, with with my belief in mm. in paganism, I believe that. There is obviously a collectiveness. Mm. Um, I, th- I believe that in the spiritual world completely, um, mm. and and so, you know, I, I, it's a that's a that's a good question because if you look at the way, I, I'll say religion has mm. has formed over the years, centuries. Um, it, it is human. If we if we pinpoint it, you can. I mean, we know it's spiritual, but if we pinpoint it down, it is a lot of it is human creation, mm. and it's human creation in a way that this is the way I want to devote my life, or this is the way I want to show devotion mm. to this. And so, you know, even though mm. I might not um, follow it, and I might not maybe necess- not necessarily disagree with it, but yes. uh, you know, um, I, I think that people are trying to find their own way yes and, definitely yes yeah and if and if that's the way they want to go um then then by all means you know i don't i don't i don't i have nothing against it no no um, of course live and let live yeah but you know say, saying that i think it's important um to remember that um we can get lost in fairy tales Absolutely, you know, one hundred percent agree with that. Yes. Mm. So that that's that's that would be my mm. my my view. Okay. So, what is the actual path that you follow? Well, um, I I I would say Anglo-Saxon heathenism. Yes. But I I I, I like to devote um, the the my worship to the god Tyr. Yes, yes. And to, I will be honest that it is one of the only ones I really think of okay. and, and show any worship to. Right. Um, and I think that's, coming back to what you previously said, I think that was probably one of the things that brought me towards Anglo-Saxon paganism or, or, or um, paganism mm. in general. But there is mm. no, um, what do you call it, like you have to. You know, mm. there's no, there's no, yeah. Um, you must do this, or you must, you must follow this, oh. way, and so forth, and so forth, and okay. and um, but yeah, I think um, 
I forgot your original question. That was. <laughs> uh, uh, what is the actual path that you follow? Yeah, so I I struggle to to give a name to it, but if anyone mm. asked me, I would say that I follow Anglo-Saxon heathenism, mm. uh, and I and I de- and I devote my worship to to Tyr. To yes, yeah. I mean, I've done quite a lot of reading over the years, and Tyr is it Tyr or Tyr? Um, does seem to be the original sky god or uh, i mean i won't say all father because that's for wogan i suppose or odin but he was the original um sky god uh, and he was a god of war as well as far as i can work yeah out. yeah i mean um he may have he does he does have that attribute i mean i would say he's more of a god of justice yeah um, absolutely yes yeah you know decide decider of odds mm. and, and i think that um you know looking back if you like, i've read i haven't read all of the 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 sagas um yeah. and i have i haven't read a massive amount on um the change between tear the sky father and the yeah. user of of odin yes. um however i think that it's definitely culturally based because mm-hmm. you've you know the indo-european uh, or germanic tribes at the time that obviously worshipped him uh, yes. very high and then yes. you've got high people with you know high status that obviously worshipped Odin a lot more than they would have Thunor, mm. um, and I think that that just comes down to the the expansion maybe of uh, oh. of that belief system. But that that that's my opinion. But yeah. So where would you put Woden and Thunor and Frigg in in the pantheon that you follow, or would you not put them there at all? I mean, I, I would definitely show them respect and if i mm. went a lot um i would definitely honor them um it's just i think i think my main point about why i follow tear is because i i i, I need strength in my life and okay. and um Good reason I, there's any yeah i need i need to bring myself justice mm. in my life. and i think that as you mentioned before because he is the sky father mm. um you know, I, I believe that, that we must come back to the one sole source collectively. Mm. So, yeah, I do. I do honour all the gods, but right. my devotion yeah. is definitely to Tyr. Um What about ancestor worship? Well, I, well, I would love to because, um, you know, I would love. To, I, I haven't really delved into um, my ancestors that much. Mm. Yeah, and I would love to. And I, I look at the uh the the blots and the symbols that um yeah. people devote yeah. to their ancestors and it's and it's beautiful because it's yes. it's beautiful to see um people yeah. collecting that energy that people have left for them yes um so it's it's nice and it would be nice to to maybe trace back my ancestry and um and and you know know who the, who know who they were a little bit so that yeah. i could, you know i could do that yeah, I, th- I think it's a, a very special thing, ancestor worship. It is, and uh, it's a very important thing to do. And I, and even though I don't do much of it and mm. haven't done much of it, I would like to say that it is important because these are the people that we come from. Yes, absolutely. They've left mm. is is important, you know, to to tap yeah. into. We are who we are because of them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly the point. Yeah. Do you attend many blocks? No, 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 no. Like, you hold your own. Uh, yeah, small ones I have, okay. like by, by myself. Yeah. And, um, 
I wouldn't say that I've blotted in the most conventional sense, mm-hmm. but it definitely meant something to me. Um, and I think that's the most important thing. Yes, it is. Um, it has to mean something to you or it means nothing at all. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So to you is your, your, your major, the major God in the path you follow. Do you know many um, other Anglo-Saxon heathens that follow the same path, or do they follow a different um, pantheon? Um, I'll be honest, I don't know many people. Um, but my brother, he, 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 I wouldn't say he follows Anglo-Saxon paganism, but mm. he definitely believes um, some of the path that I follow. And I've also recently online, a couple of months, about six months ago, joined a hearth, Anglian Flissian. Yes, yeah, I've heard of them. Um, I probably haven't pronounced it properly, but um, yeah, I, I joined that. And to be honest with you, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm quite a shy person, so I don't um, talk to them a lot. But the information that they that they provide is incredible, and I think that anyone that's looking to learn more and learn how to worship and learn how yeah. to get in touch with that. Absolutely, the herd, the herd, yeah. definitely the best option. Is there a particular way you like to worship? I I, I worship in maybe not always in a time of need mm. because you, you know you have to show um, devotion not just when you need it, yeah, um, but because you want to. Yes, um, but I w- I would say in the way that I worship, how do you, how how explain it to me a bit better if that's okay. Um, well, a lot of people um, have three blocks a year. That's the that's the least that was expected of them. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, many people have many more throughout the year, yeah. and they have their own ways of personal worship, where they say certain kinds of prayers or certain kinds of um, statements or poems, etc. Um, is that how you do it, or do you do it differently? Yeah. So I, I. I... When I do, when I try and show devotion through worship, it's mainly in my head because it's by myself. Okay, but I do yeah. like to say a few um, old Frisian words, mm. um, and you know I was recommended by the Hearth. I showed them um, a brief thing or, or prayer, I suppose, mm-hmm. to hear, and they really helped me to to translate some of the words so that it could sound right. a bit a bit more. Um, not legit, but but a bit more real to you. Yes, of course, and 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 that really helped. And so, yeah, I think that you know you've got to do it your own way, mm. um, but you've definitely got to try and show mm. uh, devotion to where where it came from. Absolutely, um, absolutely. So, let's take a look at Anglo-Saxon heathenism and say Norse heathenism. Now, they weren't converted till about 250, 300 years after the Anglo-Saxon had been Christianised. Yeah. So information on Anglo-Saxon heathenism is much harder to come by than it is the Norse um, heathenism. So do do any Anglo-Saxon heathens mix the two just to try and fill it out a bit? So I think that the main thing that's happened is that People who have researched before, I'm not, 
I'm not saying that people who who follow the belief haven't done their own research, but the research mm-hmm. that me and yourself would be would be um, looking at would be from either archaeologists or scholars who have researched it themselves. And most of yes. the information comes from either the old Germanic tribes or from the Norse. Um, I mean, there's obviously things in a lot of things in England that they found found obviously evidence of Tyr and Dunor mm. and Woden, but the, di- the the difficult thing is is that these people were illiterate and so yes. they just leave anything behind as such other than artifacts and uh, maybe mm. you know scholars like Bede but mm. you read about the the clarity of, of people like Bede and it, and it makes you wonder however I would say that even though we might not know a lot on how they worshipped or the things that they did mm. I think that coming back to um, respecting the ancestors and honouring your ancestors, mm. you can really tap into that energy and feel yes. yourself. And I think that that's, as we said, the most important thing. So maybe you know, we, we are there are a lot of things that we've created ourselves or taken from other belief systems, uh, uh-huh. like, so like the Norse. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you say converted, you know that you know a long time before. That's how it's also hard to say because in in my in my you know in my aspect of it because even though Christianity was maybe considered stable in England at that time, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, especially the lower class people, um, probably would have still worshipped um, or believed in Thunor and Tyr and, and Woden, and and even maybe you know kings at that time. Um, I think I think it was probably Pender who was last pagan king at that time okay um, but before that I mean it's again it's speculation but well we did go from well the Britons when the Romans left they were Christian they then yeah. became pagan again because of uh, the well I wouldn't say invaders but the uh, tribes that came over such as the Anglo-Saxons and the Jutes and you know, and, and yeah, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I mean, in what I, what I, I personally, I think that yeah, okay, the Roman Empire came, yeah. um, and you know, they they might have Christianized and built monasteries um, and so forth. However, the local peoples, I mean, we can yeah. see it in today's celebrations of Christian celebrations. You know, that a lot of them are pagan traditions. Yes, and so obviously intertwined. There, the, there was. It wasn't until, you know, that I, I think that the Normans came. Um, yes. Christianity was obligatory. Yes. Um, and so I think mm. that the things that we see through history and things that, um, you know, like like I say, like the celebrations and the mm. every, and a lot of things were intermingled with paganism. Mm. So yeah, I okay, could say maybe they converted before Anglo-Saxons came to to England. However, I don't think the conversion back to paganism would have been that drastic. No, probably not. You're right in what you say. There are probably many places in England and Ireland, Scotland, Wales, who worship their own um, deities and continue to as well after the Christianisation of England. Yeah, definitely. I think I think that was probably the case in a lot of mm. places. Mm. Maybe, I mean, maybe not. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, we... But we did have um, 
Alfred the Great, who was a devout Christian. He Absolutely, was. yes. But um, I think he still had trouble with um, a lot of his own people still being pagan or still worshipping, where they would mix the two together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 that's, and that's what I mean about, um, I don't think, I don't think the, the, the good thing to mention maybe here is that I don't think that a lot of pagans back then really followed a dogma. So no, no. To, to worship a Christian God as well would have been very open for them you know it's it's whoever's gonna maybe not just better their lives but that's what they believed the gods would do for them so you know if these if this god is helping this nation win wars and take over land and and so forth and so what why why wouldn't they um you know carry on at the same time right let's let's get down to a little bit more where the research um comes in so when you've well, when you were um, studied about Tew, what were the main things of his personality or his godly or god his godlike powers that attracted you? I think, like the first thing was was justice, right? And um, and I think that the reason being was that um, I was going. I just I I needed to bring justice to myself. I think feeding from that energy really helped, and also courage. And even like like coming on this this call today, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I've I've been on other podcasts myself, and it, it can be a bit nerve wracking. Yeah, and so you know, I I that that's where I get my courage, and that's where yeah. I get my strength. Um, you know, and that's that's how I that's how I know that I'm doing the or, or try and do the right thing. You know, yeah. So a, a lot of pagans say you can't have the male without the female. So is there a female side to you or does he have his wife in your way, in the way that you follow? I've never thought about it. Never thought about it. That's fair enough. And I suppose, do you you mean as in a a female version of Tyr? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. I don't think there's any limit. In my my belief, there's no limitation because this, you've... (laughs) do Do you see the gods as sexless? Just... Beings of power. Oh, 100%. Yes, okay. 100%. And, and the only reason why I'm not, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. No. But the way that I view my belief is mm. that Tyr can be another god. Okay. You know, could be yeah. um, a Greek god somewhere that represents the same thing. Yeah. And it's really that energy. And obviously, giving it a profile and giving it a personality helps you know you you tap tap into that and that's the way that humans relate to to anything you know or they they definitely relate to it better and bring it into a a human format and so i think that's why so no i don't i don't think there's any limitation no Uh, no no limitations at all no Uh, that's fair enough and that's a really good way to look at it because i mean i know um Let's take, say, Wicca as an example. They have the goddess. So they they actually do place um, a human, what would I I say, Um, human sexuality on their gods, whereas um, I think a lot of the heathen uh, don't do that. No. What would you say say to that? I would think that, I would say that to not give yourself 
or not to not give your gods mm. limits. Yeah, because sex is, uh, or you know, gender is yes. a is a human construct, or yeah. or definitely an earthly one. Anyway, yes. and so why if 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 I was uh, a being who who was trying to help um, a human. Mm. Why, why, why wouldn't I um, appear to them as something that is comfortable and yeah. it's something that is that they're going to relate and understand? Right. Yep, I agree with that 100%. So, a bit controversial here, would you say that there is only one God that appears as many? Well, no, because no. they all have different aspects and obviously all, yeah. some of them are the same. But we've got to remember that they're... Mm everyone has different personalities yes. as humans. Mm. So obviously as the same, as the same way, I mean, it could be, and I'm just not in the, you know, seeing it that way, yeah. but it definitely feels like there is an energy for different means. Yeah, definitely, definitely doesn't just have one God. Yeah. 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 It, it has, it has a few, they all have different personalities. They have their weaknesses and their strengths. Yeah, and you know, and, and like you say, when you do um, appeal to them, it not it should not only be in a time of need. It should be, I mean, I wouldn't say friends or friendly because if they're gods and they're omnipotent and they are all powerful, then how could they be friends with a human? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and that's what I meant about you know, sort of giving them human limits. Yeah. Yes. Um, absolutely. It's it's almost uncomparable, and that's why it's almost sort of sacrificial, isn't it? Absolutely, um, it is. That's another thing I was going to ask you. Um, when you block, do you sacrifice? Uh, well, I, I know that I know that that's. I don't mean animals or anything. I no. mean, you know, yeah. do you sacrifice like beer or wine or or something oh, food? You know, yeah, of course. I mean, sometimes, most of the time, um, yeah. but I don't. I don't. <laughs> It's a when personal you, thing, I suppose. Yeah, 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 and and I think to block obviously means sacrifice. Yeah, um, and I th I definitely think that you know you you that's that's like the biggest show of devotion. Isn't it? it is, yes, it is definitely, and uh, we all hope they're watching when when we're doing it. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so, um, John, um, where do you see your yourself going um, now? You're going to carry on your your heathen beliefs. Do you see them changing anytime soon, or do you intend to stay on the exact same path as you are? I wouldn't mind if it did. Yeah, but I think for now, I'm happy with the um, the God that I follow, yeah. and He brings me strength, and mm -hmm. and I hope that He that He brings me justice, and and. I wouldn't change, no. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't think. Like I say, I wouldn't mind if I if if I did in the future. But I don't. I don't think so because no. the reason why I found it is yeah. why I don't think I'd leave. And, that, well, that, and that, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, John. Just one more question before we end this. Um, could you give the listeners some some advice on where to research and if you have any books that you would. Um, say that people should read or could read to further their knowledge um well like i said the the uh, the lost gods of england is mm. a brilliant book 
Yeah. Um, and it's a good place to start because you'll probably find that there's other a lot of other a lot of other books there that are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, with you know, with the search of of Google. Yeah. Um, but I say my biggest thing I would say is find a hearth, find some friends. But even if you don't, just remember that mm-hmm. the more you devote and the more that you worship, mm-hmm. um, um, you, 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 it, it will guide you. But if you, and also to add to that, when you watch blots and you watch rituals, mm-hmm. you will notice that most of them are in nature. And okay, yeah. for me, there's a reason for that. Yes, absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, most um, religions or pagan religions um, uh, feel that nature is a big part of their religion. Yeah. Do you find that? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it's been it's been hard recently because, mm-hmm. you know, lockdown and, and things like that. But, you know, like, as you said, to anyone that, that wants wants to join you don't yeah. even go out in nature to worship no. just just to be there and be mindful mm. um that of that energy yeah i mean i have i have been in contact with people I've met people that feel that as human beings we're separate from nature and that's how they see themselves separate from nature but as far as i'm concerned we are an animal and we are part of nature as well well yeah Absolutely. Um, you know, we have we have instincts, you know. Yes. Yes, um, we do. And we have you know, the but yeah, we are, we are, we are human, we are animals and we are mm. we are connected to the earth. We're connected yeah. to the whole energy of it. Whether that is in relation to the gods is maybe one thing we'll understand later on. Yes, when the time comes, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, John, thanks for this. And also, is there anything you'd like to promote? Do you have a book or is there any kind of society or, or thing that you do that you'd like to promote? Just You can just do it? Um, maybe just the, the the hearth that I mentioned earlier. Okay, go ahead. They've been really nice. Um, they've provided some brilliant information about Anglo-Saxon heathenism. Mm-hmm. And they've really... They, I mean, some of the some of the information's helped me set up my own wayfoot, yeah. and um, it's just nice, really, to to find because it it can be very daunting. You don't know where to yes, start. Absolutely, you what what to do, and you don't want to do things wrong, and yeah. and so forth. So yeah, that 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 hearth is a brilliant hearth, and mm. um, you, you know, I recommend anyone to to join it. But other than that. Yeah. No, not really. I, I just recommend people to find their own way. To find their own path, yes, of mm. course. Of course, that's the most authentic way and it's the, the best way as well. Do you have an altar at home? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's good as well. <laughs> All these little things I, I remember and throw in when I can. <laughs> yeah, no I'm sorry if I'm a bit vague. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, John, thank you very much. And the next time you'll be hearing this will be on the podcast. Brilliant. Thank you, Frank. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. That's all right. Anytime.